shuffled my papers nervously as I waited for him to enter the room. I had to give a performance review today, and I was not looking forward to it. I'd Googled how to give a bad review, you know, trying to figure out the exact words that I should be saying, how I should be doing it. I didn't know. I stood up as James entered the room. We shook hands, and I asked him to have a seat. We made small talk for a bit, and then it was time to get down to business. So I wanted to talk a little bit about your performance this year and areas I think that we can improve. He looked at me and said, I feel like I deserve to be promoted. Welcome to The Corporate Middle, your survival guide for corporate insanity. Welcome to The Corporate Middle. I'm your host, Donald Miller. Today on 5-Minute Management, we're going to tackle performance reviews and more specifically, how to give negative feedback to someone on your team. This time of year is just super exhausting as a manager. Everyone is firing up new projects and having meetings everywhere. And then on top of your normal job, you have all this team management activities that you have to do, like writing reviews. First off, let me make sure I emphasize that it is incredibly important for you to give real, honest feedback to your team. Too many weak managers like to just let things slide. They want to avoid confrontation, and you know they're not going to have that frank conversation about their team's performance. This is how you manage a low-performing team. Feedback is the most fundamental and most important tool that you have at your disposal as a manager. You have to make sure and use it effectively to lead your team. Now, everybody thinks they're doing a great job <laughs> until you as a manager indicate otherwise. Just like my example in the opening story. That was a complete failure on me. That was my fault because I had not taken the time to engage frequently and I had waited. I, I waited till the review to actually provide some criticism. Negative feedback, honestly, it needs two things to be successful. That's it, just two. It has to be timely, and it has to be corrective. It has to be close enough to the source of the issue, and you have to be able to give specific feedback on how exactly a change needs to be made. Now, we actually already have the most pure model of this, and, and that is through high-level sports competitions, you know, football, NFL, NBA, whatever you want to talk about. If you watch a coach, they're going to correct a player instantly. If a mistake is made, that feedback is instantaneous. They're going to be showed exactly what went wrong, what they need to do to do it correctly. Not saying you need to model exactly how that feedback is given sometimes with some of the coaches, but the model itself is true. And even more than that, the next day, players are going to be given a grade for that game how they did after the coaches are going to review the film. Just like in, in school or a classroom, a player is going to get a grade, a percentage score on how well they did. They're going to lose points for you know missing a block or a shot or a tackle or however you want to look at it. And then the players are going to watch that film and review exactly what they did and how to fix it. You know, this is the model that we need to be following when we're leading our teams. Unfortunately, you know, we don't have the ability to review film when someone messes up a PowerPoint, but you know, the concept itself is the same. When someone is missing the mark, you have got to pull together a one-on-one -on -one meeting immediately, review exactly what is going wrong and what needs to be done to fix it. I was sitting on a conference call with 
probably no less than 30 people, when one of the members of my team started to just veer off in this completely weird and wrong direction. And because of that, the conversation began to get heated. Members had missed some deadlines and, you know, everyone started to point fingers and it it started to go downhill really fast. And I had to jump in and defuse the situation. Now, afterwards, I called this guy directly. One, I wanted to better understand his perspective on why he did what he did and, and where he thought it made sense for him to do that. But but more importantly, I wanted to make sure to have that feedback for him, to let him know that I didn't feel the situation had been handled correctly. And then I specified exactly how I believe it should be handled in the future. It was timely and corrective. A technique for delivering feedback that you've probably heard about, the sandwich technique. The whole point of you know saying something they do good, and then giving the negative feedback, and then saying something they do good again. It's it's kind of this positive sandwich. This is stupid. You need to stop using it. Someone on your team should never be confused about where you stand. Make sure the issue you need to correct is discussed and closed before you move on to anything else. You don't want them hearing just the positives or or, or overstating that, well, there, there's two positive things and just one negative, so I must be doing good. No, you want to make sure you're very clear about what's going on. People that use this technique, they do it because they really want to dull the impact of the feedback and, you know, they don't want to be seen as the bad guy. Well, I'm sure you've also heard that everyone is the hero in their own story, right? It's about them. It's their journey, right? And they think they're doing a good job. It's all about them. Well, what every hero needs is a villain. There is a chance that you are the villain in their story, so you've got to be prepared for that. They may not like what you have to say. They may try to explain away or explain why you're wrong. That's okay. It's okay to listen to this and get this feedback. Your job is to get the best out of each individual in your team. And sometimes they may see you as the villain for doing this. The example I had in the opener where someone was ready to be promoted, even though I was about to give them bad feedback was, again, a failure on my part. I had not given them timely or corrective advice. How are they going to know they're not performing if I didn't tell them? Needless to say, that review did not go well. I stumbled and fumbled and mumbled through the whole thing, and I learned a lot on the right way to do these things. Thanks for listening today. Make sure you're giving that feedback to your team, both timely and corrective. I love answering your pressing middle management questions on how to get through your day. We're going to figure out what works and what doesn't work. If you've got a question you want me to answer or just a crazy story you'd like me to share, head on over to thecorporatemiddle.com or just send me an email, donald at corporatemiddle.com. Look forward to hearing from you. And remember, the reward for good work is just more work. See you next time.